guys, it's Sarah and Kathy. It's update time. We are doing a little episode in a sister chat in a catch up. It's been six months since John Ryder was born. Um, together, we're six months postpartum. Gosh, I can't believe in some ways it's flown, in some ways it hasn't. But I mean, he is the sweetest. He's learning to eat some solids, which we're going to talk about on this episode, but we're just going to chat and update you guys, and we're going to cover uh, first foods for six months and kind of some baby led weaning stuff. We're going to cover our newsletter. Um, we're going to chat about our new ACS campaign, which a lot of you have seen about social media. We're going to talk about um, food allergens. Yesterday, I was just at John Ryder's six-month appointment, and I was making mental notes, Kathy, um, for this podcast today because of the questionnaires they were giving me and things they were telling me to do and not do. Um, so, yeah, what else? I don't know. What else are we going to talk about? That's it. It's just been a while. We've had lots of guests, so we're so grateful for all of them joining and sharing their stories um but it's been a while since we've done a little we're sitting on my closet floor which we haven't done in like literally months and this is so casual these are my favorite podcast episodes we do because we don't technically have a firm outline we're just winging it winging it we're (laughs) uh, thank you guys for listening along it's been about a year since we launched this podcast and yes we are just kind of floored it's been a blast i was looking the other day when did we release our first episode last year I'm pretty sure it was the first week of March. I think it was, too. So next week, Talk to Me Sister Turns 1, which I'm going to do a big Instagram post, and we should cheers to champagne because think about everything that's happened in a year. You guys, thank you for following along. Yes, we have amazing sponsors, amazing girlfriends, new friends, old friends. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. So, Sarah, we can give a little personal updates. Sarah's moving. Um life yeah we were just talking about how crazy life is right now but like in a really good way um yeah we just signed on the dotted line last friday we're new homeowners new landowners and we're moving to college grove which honestly i never we're from nashville and i don't think i ever heard college grove until like a couple yeah. years ago sarah's so, going from city life to country, country life, life. Honestly, she said, y'all can come visit me if I start talking to animals. And I was like, uh, the people who talk to animals are my favorite kind of people, so we'll be there. Yeah, Kathy's like, I love people. I talk to animals. I'm like, I do. I know Brittany Moss was sending me, like, the Simple Life um, gif with, like, Paris Hilton on the riding lawnmower where she's, like, getting stuck. And she's like, has her, like, stilettos on. And I was like, it me. <laughs> it me. It's me. We went out there. Um, Can I tell the story about Charlotte? Oh, please. So we went out there. I went through Sarah's walkthrough with her. And so, Sarah, it's like 15 acres. There's not a lot of land. So we decided to explore it. We wore big rain boots. But Charlotte, Sarah's four-year-old, is like, it's muddy. Because she's a city gal. Yeah. Oh, through and through. Through and through. And then she was like, Mommy, are frogs real? <laughs> <laughs> she was, yeah. Are frogs real? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, she was like, be a rude awakening. There was mud on my socks. And... <laughs> carry me i was like oh god we country yeah country girl charlotte we gotta work on you she'll break in in no time so Uh, why don't we why don't you tell everybody about being a new mom to a little boy he's six months old what's been what's the baby stage been like this time around versus your first time around um 
Yeah, I don't know. It's like not my first rodeo, so I feel like I knew what to expect. Um, I'm definitely less of a worrier this time around. It's funny that I, they give you the questionnaire as a mom at the pediatrician's office that's like, do you feel sad? Do you feel happy? Are you okay? Like, I'm so like glad they're they checking for postpartum depression. Health. Yes. And I'm so glad that they do this. I don't know if, I guess I did it with Charlotte. I don't remember. But um, <laughs> again, very tired. Yeah. But I mean, I feel, I feel great, and I feel they they asked, um, "Do you have anxiety? Do you worry all the time?" And I'm like, you know what? For some reason, I don't know if it's because it's my second, and you may, might have felt like this with Sam, or maybe you didn't. I just, I guess I know what to expect, and I know like things. Some of the things you think are trivial the first time around, like aren't so much. Maybe 100. percent I felt that way with Sam for sure. I think I. You also don't worry like. When you're little, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is going to be the rest of my life. They're going to never sleep. They're going to never. But the second time around, I felt like you know it's not going to last forever, and it's just a phase, so everything seems a little more tolerable. Yeah, like the season is fleeting. Yeah. Um, But, no, we feel good. He's great. He's growing perfectly. He's the best baby. Um, But, yeah, we've we've both been there the second time around. And But how are you feeling six months out of Um, postpartum? Yeah, thank you. I feel great. It feels like a crazy wild dream the farther yeah. I get away from it. And so many people say like, oh, you must have been such a close bond with John Ryder. And like I always will, but the farther I get away from it, the far the more he feels just like my nep- like all my other nephews. It's that's so great. Weird. Crazy. Yeah. But I feel really good. I feel I can't even remember being pregnant. I don't I think really? it's cuz I like, six months postpartum with my own kids, I was still nursing. I was still, like, leaking mm. milk and all the things. And it's, like, this time it, it just it ended quickly. So mm. I think I've had time to really regroup physically, mentally, emotionally, sleeping. Like, But it's fun because now that he's getting older and bigger and, like, responsive, Samson was at your house the other day. And Samson looked at him and said, "I, when he was in your belly, I didn't realize he was going to be, be so, so big. big. Yeah, He was, like, he realized he was growing and he had a brief memory of us like doing that yeah. you know which is we're just so sweet and so fun but I feel really great so feel... you you connected with a lot of or you connected with a lot of surrogates like during your pregnancy to be like what do I expect or what do I expect postpartum what do I expect with birth like do you feel like are you still in contact with like Katie and some of those surrogates like to like do y'all have those conversations that it's like wow what does it feel like four years later when you see a four-year-old and you're like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. do you ever? No, I mean, I haven't. I talked to Katie after she had her last, she was like a week postpartum and yeah. we talked. So that's such a fresh, different oh, perspective fresh, yeah. than talking like, what's it? Because I should ask her that question. You but should reach out. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I would, I'm just curious. Like, yeah. I mean, what I. she feels like now. Yeah. Because she's, I don't know. And yeah. you'll be able to answer that in like two, three years. Yeah. But. Yeah. I feel even, even being six months out, I feel like it feels incredible like a crazy dream I can't believe we did that look at you now like again feel just proud of who he is and like you're gonna always have like I know you love Charlotte so much but like you will have like a deep like different bond with John Ryder just because you'll be like proud of him in a different way like every picture I'm like oh he's so strong oh look at his (laughs) eyes like I just want to like but it's so fun to watch him grow it's so fun to watch you uh, be a mom to two kids and juggle all the things you're doing and so what about Charlotte? How's she doing with baby brother? Tell tell the people. Oh, oh my goodness. I, I mean, all the pictures on Instagram are so cute. Um, 
amazing and like watching your kids with John Ryder is like also so sweet but Charlotte is like really just like full force into her motherly uh sisterly big sis duties like she wants to do everything um she's a big feeler he had his six month shots yesterday oh no did she cry um he had four band-aids which I'm like why does he have four band-aids because he'll whatever um he (laughs) We've been moving, so we're, like, way behind on the shots, which I think most moms space them out anyway, so I didn't feel that bad. But anyway, he's caught up, I think. And she got home and saw the Band-Aids, and he, you know, his little legs were kind of sensitive, so she, like, pressed on him or something. He started crying because his little oh, legs hurt. are sore. I mean, they were fresh shots. Like, fresh. we had just gone back from the doctor. <laughs> she lost her Aww. mind. She thought she injured him. Like, literally from probably 6 p.m. when that happened till she went to bed, tears tears like she it was just like she's such a feeler she was so worried about him she woke up this morning wanting to see his band-aids I mean she was just like making so, sure he was yeah. okay so she's I feel like sweet thing it was really sweet she'll be his protector and she's very oh she's very aware of him mm-hmm. which is really sweet um so I don't know what else we're gonna update people but I want to talk about first foods because I know yeah. a lot of moms like that are um having kids around you know the four month six month age when you start to talk about those purees and first few foods and stuff and when to introduce those obviously that's your expertise that's your background I have a million questions and I think people could also like listening to this have a million questions too so I want to like address because that's kind of like on my forefront and you helped me a little bit with Charlotte when she was ready um baby led weaning and all that so yeah so before we we, yeah let's cover it I love first foods it's such a fun time when kids dive into like exploring textures and flavors um I do want to tell people I I do not teach baby led weaning workshops anymore I used to teach those live and they're on the work on my website but I do one-on-one pediatric consults especially if you have a specific need for your kid like a you know they're not growing or they're picky with textures and like things like that Uh, I work with a lot of moms at like the one year age when all of a sudden you're like weaning milk in bottles more. And so I do more like tailored pediatric consults than workshops. But I would love to talk a little bit about first foods. And then in the bio, I will link some of my colleagues who are teaching baby led weaning workshops. If you're wanting to do an online class, I'll provide some resources in the show notes. Um, So yeah, first foods is really fun. And what questions do you have yeah so this is it's perfect because this is your expertise uh i just had the six month appointment where they were talking about when to introduce things so i have questions about the allergy stuff because some things have changed in the last year anyway um let's get to like a just the basic question when to introduce i'm not even going to say two-part question when to introduce like purees like like way like you go to the grocery store and you buy the like the bottle the baby food that has the number one on it and then when do you introduce solids so um this is when you get into like the puree versus baby led weaning you do not have to ever do purees if you don't want um but there's a lot of like mom shaming if you do one or the others and i don't ever want anybody to feel that way you can do whatever you feel most comfortable if you do choose to skip purees and go straight to baby led weaning, I do recommend that you do a workshop because food safety is really important. You want to make sure that whether you're starting purees or baby led weaning like solids, that you 
you wait until about six months or until your baby is sitting up well. Some pediatricians still will, around four months, be like, you can start solids. And if your pediatrician does that, I usually recommend finding a new pediatrician because it is very clear for the past like five years by the CDC and World Health Organization, six months. Oh, they're saying you can have solids? Oh, are people saying that? Yeah. Pediatricians? Yeah, why not? No, I'm saying if they are telling you to start before that, run. I see, I see. Yeah, I'm saying like if there's, because it's been very clear for a long time that you need to wait until six months just for like allergies and gut. So, gut health and so if they if they're saying you can start solids at four months like it means they haven't read a research article right. in like 10 years so you're saying anything other than a puree no i i mean my kids never ate purees we just went straight to like avocados and eggs and that's kind of more of the baby led weaning style but if you want to start with purees i'm saying any solid foods around six months is time to start gotcha. they should be getting all their nutrition from milk breast milk or formula between zero and six months and then you can start solid when I say solid foods I just mean any type of food that's not milk yeah. okay gotcha yeah because I wondered this I saw I was at the grocery store and like Gerber and Honest and another brand has four months plus on the purees yeah and I'm it's, um, it's very behind on what they recommend and mainly like it's it's just because parents will start feeding say a puree at pear puree or yeah. something and then the baby is getting that instead of milk but and, uh, and now and it's like taking the place of that so we we really need parents to be getting offering milk as the sole source of nutrition right. until they're six months old because growth think about how much your baby grows between mm-hmm. zero and six yeah. months um and some parents will be like oh my parent my baby's just so hungry and i'm like you can i mean you can try but like we don't want it to take any place of a milk feeding away that should be like the big disclaimer because it's like they literally on the shelves these big corporate like everybody says it says four months on the jar so i feel like that needs to be the big disclaimer this doesn't need to like substitute your formula feedings or your breast milk feedings like and that's why your you your profession is so valued okay so allergens so (laughs) when charlotte oh well i was at the pediatrician yesterday and they said um like a long time ago, I guess, I don't know when this was, but a long time ago, they said, don't introduce eggs or peanut butter until like the first year, which I was like, okay. But they said, now I can, I can feed John Ryder eggs and peanut butter, just not on the same day. Yes. So this is what happened is that, uh, let's see, 10 years ago or even 15 years ago, we saw a really high increase in kids with food allergies peanut out like literally like an 800 time increase or something crazy where kids were all of a sudden having these food allergies and we realized it was because the recommendations were saying like restrict these foods make sure you're not giving peanuts and you're not giving eggs you're not giving soy and you're not giving wheat and like all of these high allergens until there are one but of course babies had no exposure to these foods and then all of a sudden they're at one they're given these foods and of course they're going to have allergic reaction so it's kind of like an immunization in a way like the idea is to expose them early to these foods and they're less likely to have allergic reactions so now the recommendation by American Pediatric Association is make sure you're offering high allergen foods to babies before they're one to help build up their it's an immune response an allergic reaction is immune response so make sure you're building up their 
you know, their systems and that they are less likely to have an allergy if you include them. But yeah, you don't want to include them all like in the same day. So just yeah. mainly it's not an increase their risk. It's this that you wouldn't be able to realize, are they allergic to eggs or peanut butter? I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, space them out. And she said, if he's six months and you do decide to give them a lick of peanut butter, uh, she said, put it on the outside of the lip and just see like what happens so that you can like navigate or uh, be able to tell like immediate reaction, I guess. Um, like you would have a skin reaction first, maybe. Um, uh, and ship it on like his hand. Yeah, do it. And yeah. most likely if he has a good reaction skin his topically. Yeah. <laughs> And then you can like do a little in the mouth or something like that. Um, Dr. Brady should have told me to put on his hand, not his lip. I'm going to try his hand and he'll be fine. I mean, none of us have peanut allergies. So yeah. And that's something to say too. If you have a family member who has a severe food allergy, I recommend that you talk to your pediatrician specifically about how to introduce foods because your kids are more likely to have an allergy if a parent or a sibling does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, some toddlers, I remember Charlotte had a a little boy in her class that literally couldn't be in the same room as peanuts. Yes. Like his face would swell up if it was like six feet apart or something. It was like insane. So cl- classically, I'm the one who put peanut butter crackers in Charlotte's like lunchbox and I had to come get Shame. it. Yeah. Um, so I know we're jumping around, but let's go back to the first foods. Like I know we talked about solid versus puree. Like I'm sh- sh- John Ryder six months and I'm getting ready to think about like what potentially those first foods could be. What are the best first foods and um, tell us a little bit about like food safety with those first foods. So there's, there's so many ways to do it. The, the most important is that there's really no wrong way. If you want to start with purees, if you want to start with more solid foods, like just make sure you're doing it safely. Again, I'll link some like baby led weaning workshops here that other people are offering. Um, my favorite first foods are ones that offer a lot of nutrients per bite because especially the first like month or two, like the first, like when they're six months to eight months, they're literally just playing with food, which is really part of the process. And it can help with food safety, can help with texture aversion. Like they're playing with food, they're putting it in their mouth and spitting it out. All of that is very normal. Like you can't expect, like bottles will stay the same because a lot of it is just like learning. Like even with purees, you'll see they'll spit it out. Part of that is learning to eat safely. So that's all good and normal. And because they're just doing a lot of playing, you want each bite to be very nutrient dense. So for my kids, I really loved avocados. You can, you know, cut them or mash them, whatever you feel comfortable doing. Um, Eggs, if, if your pediatrician is okay with you offering allergens, then eggs are great because they have a lot of good choline for brain health, fat for brain health. Um, try that this weekend with John eggs are really fun and you can you know scramble they're very soft mm-hmm. of course if you're doing a puree uh, fruits and vegetables are great the only issue with fruits and vegetables are that they don't have a ton of protein a ton of fat so that's why I like offering fatty foods because um, but a, yeah. the most important thing is that you're offering your kids a variety of flavors a variety of textures and that you're doing it safely so that was great um before I okay so for I was going to ask you another question about bottles but before talking about solids foods like when can I feed him spaghetti like when can I like I had that remember that (laughs) picture of Charlotte where she had like the sauce on her face and like the noodles like I think he's too young he doesn't have teeth but like what's the rule like is that an eight nine month thing he doesn't need teeth um to eat foods I mean Ruthie my my 
daughter didn't get teeth until she was one. Like she literally had, no, she didn't get one tooth until she was one. Some kids don't get teeth and that's why she's seven and a half and still hasn't lost any teeth. Um, honestly, I'm not the one to ask because I, again, my kids all ate spaghetti at six months. Like they were just, they ate baby led weaning. Ruthie was eating like salmon fillets. I was going to say, I feel like Charlotte, I looked at the date of that spaghetti picture you used and she was his age. She was six months. I was giving her like a, she was sucking on that piece of watermelon. We were like avocado and you know, we were talking about earlier, like you have amnesia. You're like, what did I do with like, when was that? And I don't know with him, time seems to go by so much faster. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's ready for me to just give him a heap of spaghetti. Is he? And he's not, Charlotte had teeth at six months and he has no teeth. So I think probably a lot of women are like, maybe with their first, like, do do they need teeth? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, you want to make sure if you're offering solid foods like spaghetti, you're doing it safely. So take a baby lid weaning safety course. Um, But yes, I love this stage because you get to, they get to explore textures like spaghetti. I love that. Okay. Speaking of teeth, I don't know if Maggie um, and Allison are listening. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Happy Moms podcast. But uh, every time I've been giving John Ryder a bath, I take the washcloth and I like rub his gums and he like, he laughs and like giggles. I think he thinks it's funny, but I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, uh, they happy moms podcast would be so happy with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Go back. If you haven't listened to our happy our podcast where we interview the happy moms podcast with Allie and Maggie, they're both orthodontist. And we talked about that for a little bit. So yeah. And, uh, we love them so much anyway. Um, so my, yeah, let's talk about bottles because I, Richard and I live and die by the moms on call. I just reordered the or not reordered I just ordered the book the second book which is six months and beyond and obviously like first foods is um purees and things are like mixed in with the schedule now but my bottles are sort of staying the same at six months but I guess my biggest question and I'm sure moms listening have the biggest questions like how are the bottles changing when do you taper off like when do they eat and I literally don't remember this with Charlotte when is she eating more and drinking less formula you know so yeah that's a great question follow your schedule because if it's working for you um, those schedules are great and they usually make sure that their bottle nutrition is taking priority Mm -hmm. and even though you're offering solid foods at six months until they're 12 months old still breast milk or a bottle is still the primary source of nutrition for babies because we know it has everything they need Mm -hmm. And solid foods are mainly just for their complement. We call them complementary foods. They're teaching them to like explore textures and flavors, be less picky. They're getting extra nutrients, specifically like iron and things that are really important that they're increased needs for when they're older. So you don't want to take out any way bottles. Also, I'm, I'm a big believer of responsive feeding. Like some days baby will, if they're say introducing solids like that's learning a new skill so they may be more hungry one day more tired one day they may need more bottles actually um so don't cut back on your bottles mainly you're just adding in solids and you're not changing your bottles too much so it does feel like your baby's eating 24 7 so usually around six months you start with like one meal a day and then you know, closer to nine months, they're eating two or three times a day. And by the time they're 12 months old, they're eating three meals a day and maybe a snack. And so you take it very slow. I think that what people do that stresses them out is when they feel rushed by the process. So Mm -hmm. 
Um, if your baby wants more milk one day, that's okay. And if they don't want solids one day, that's okay too. Yeah. Um, okay. You sent me this yesterday and it super, it really freaked me out because, um, John Ryder, Charlotte formula, John, John Ryder switched to formula when you were done pumping. Um, there was some recall with formula in the last two days. Luckily, um, we're on Infamil, but it was some Similac that they're recalling and, uh, the code numbers, I don't know. Can you read that? My eyes are like really bad, but, um, it's on the bottom of it. Yeah. If you flip over the, um, formula bottom and this is within, um, gosh, like the last two days they released it online. So you can literally re you can Google like recall Similac, but there was some, um, codes on the bottom of the package, which I believe is like numbers 22 to 37 of like the code on the bottom. And it's, if the expiration is through April 1st, 2022, um, they contain K8 S H N Z two. I have no idea what that means. Cause I have, <laughs> but, um, apparently it's something that is making infants ill. So anyway, uh, we're going to just say that in here just to people that never look at the news, which honestly, if you hadn't texted me that, I would have never known. And honestly, I'm glad we have Infamil. Honestly. Yeah. I think it's because I'm plugged into the baby mommy world. Yeah, so yeah, uh, they, really I got, I got that news. Got yeah. Notification. I was like, Oh good. I haven't looked at the news in a while. So John Ryder's using his, uh, hike chair that you got from Ellen. Do you like it? What is it again? Um, you know, I love it. Is that what it's called? Um, what was it called? We'll link it. We don't remember. We'll link it. But it's so cute. It's honestly so He can like cute. grow with him. It's yeah. this it's like stork or something like that. I don't know. I think it's stork. Yeah, I think it is stork. So I I just changed the seat out cuz when you get it, you have you have like the kind of like the bassinet seat that goes on the high chair that you can like lay them in mm-hmm. when they're newborn and feed them a bottle. Cute. So I just took that off cuz he's huge and um he's sitting up straight. So you put the high chair straight up to the table and he's eating like on the table with us. Which I never, I mean, Charlotte was in one of the old school high chairs. Like he's where, pulled up to the table with yeah, you. I love up that. To the table. So he has, I think he feels like super big. Oh, he he's feels like, so big. I know. And Charlotte thinks it's funny because he's like right there and uh, it's different. I mean, it's, I will say the only downside is it feels like a lot more messy because what I liked about Charlotte's uh, high chair tray is it had that like detachment where you could take out the tray and just wash it and put it back. Yes, and now you have to clean the table. And now it's like legitimate the table. Yeah, I was. I said this last night to Richard. I was like, "Oh my gosh, when he has spaghetti, it's gonna. I'm just gonna have to put like a towel down on the floor." Hundred percent. But I wait until summer, and you can do it outside and just rinse him off. That's a great idea. Um, Okay. Anything else about first foods that you're wondering or wondering about? Um, I'm trying to think. It's such a fun time. It's such a fun time. And Honestly, messy. like I I remember this with Charlotte, how you were like, just have fun with it. Like let them explore, let them suck on the watermelon, let them like mash the avocado in between their hands. Like that's what I'm d- doing with John Ryder now and plan to do more this month now that he's like just turned six months. Um, I think food safety is a big thing. And this goes all the way into like our kids like now, maybe like tell us about grapes, hot dogs, and what's a big thing that like, like cherry tomatoes anything in that grape yeah shape like anything in the grape shape because I feel like even now I've seen and this is not to shame anyone and I do do it too but like if I'm in a hurry I'm cutting a grape and it's like oh gosh this is like totally could get lodged in their throat or like a grandmother mom 
we don't we love our mom we don't want to throw her under the bus but um she knows she gives them whole grapes <laughs> and we're like mom or when they were one we're like this is gonna get lodged and i have ptsd because of blair because yeah. blair swallowed a quarter and i had to call an ambulance when she was three so sarah was I like what were you nine sarah called nine one one because she was babysitting our little sister nine years old and blair Found swallowed it. a quarter and yep. praise god lived through that which most kids don't yeah I actually need counseling over it probably all these years later but um I think I that's why I have those choking remember I bought mom Mm -hmm. mom the it's called the de-choker you can get it on Amazon but it's basically a plunger for your it looks a crazy contraption but I have I gave my mom one I gave Richard's mom one Mm. I have one in my pantry because I'm like, it's it's probably my biggest fear. So. I'm so glad you have it. Please well, tell us about the for food safety, like specifically cutting the food. So again, I will link a workshop. If you're offering solid foods, please take an entire workshop. It's two hours of your life and probably $35, $40, and it'll be worth you feeling confident. Sure. Um, I have some good friends who teach the class. But my very quick tip is quarter cut all your food. Quarter cut. That means cut it four times. Even okay. a grape, a hot dog. Uh, great. A hot dog. Think about you cut something in half and you did like an eh, an okay job. But if you cut it again, mm-hmm. then you have a really good, nice shape of something. Um, so anything that looks like it would get up in a tube, like if your esophagus, quarter cut it. Anything. Okay. So cherry tomatoes, grapes. I just thought about this because um, blueberries, Charlotte freaking loved blueberries, but honestly, they're like the, yeah, like they're the perfect shape. Like some blueberry, honestly, I got blueberries a couple weeks ago and they were legitimate hard, hard as rocks. So what do you do there? Smash. Do you remember doing that with Charlotte? Yes, I think. Huh? Kathy is. Tra- <laughs> Can we edit this out? Why yeah. do I say it? Because I can't. I can't. I'm not allowed oh, to I give see. a ton of advice. Okay, yeah. Clarissa. Okay, just like yeah. Ready? <laughs> Wait, this is funny. Okay. Okay. Ask Wait. the question again and just say I remember smashing them. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I and forgot beans my job. Too. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot what we were supposed to do here. Yeah. So blueberries. That's. It's not. They're small enough to where you're like, oh, I don't need to think too much about this, but they're perfect size. Like John Ryder, they would totally get lodged in his esophagus. So instead of cutting a blueberry four times, because that would be insane, you smash it and you smash the blueberries and you put them on the tray and you could do that with peas as well. But that allows them to kind of like mash it up and taste it and like it's already broken down by the time it hits their mouth. Yes. And your pediatrician should give you a list of other choking hazard foods. Um, mine do not, so no. Okay, we'll look it up online. Okay. Be your own advocate. Be your own Be advocate. Your make, write out a list, print it off, and put it on the fridge for people who are your child caretakers. There's a you know a, a good list, and if we can find a good one from the American Pediatric Association, we will um, yes. link it. Yeah, we should absolutely link that. That's a great idea. A choking hazard list here. Um, okay, well, love this. Sarah, post some pics um, of John Ryder eating. and I will. and Kathy, post all your links. You're like a wealth of knowledge. People um, want to know your recommendations for who they can reach out to. Um, we have a newsletter, guys. We've been blowing up Instagram and um, emails and socials, um, letting you know that. But if you have not subscribed and you want to be a part of the newsletter monthly you can go to our website and subscribe 
we're going to be doing some fun giveaways. You're going to learn a little bit about like who's coming on the podcast. Um, we're going to have some wellness tips from Kathy, Kathy and I's favorite products. And we have a great new sponsor. So like before we end this podcast, I think Kathy should tell them about our new sponsor. Okay. Yes. Gut Garden is our new sponsor. I love them. We, I have been getting their products for a while they are a, a women-led business, and the awesome. yeah, the founder Lily, who started it, went to all these doctors and couldn't find a solution for her gut issues. Everybody says, "Oh, you have IBS," and she's like, uh, "I don't know if that's the answer." Um, she just reset her gut and decided to make it products you can buy individually or like a whole set of a gut reset, and it's amazing. So. Check it out. Um, we also want to let people know that we really appreciate if you leave reviews. Some people who listen to this podcast are not subscribed. So please make sure you're subscribed or you follow if you're listening on Spotify. And we just appreciate you guys listening to our sister chit chat. Yes. Um, excited about who we have on the podcast coming up the rest of the season. Um, we have, I don't know when this episode will air, so I probably shouldn't what's coming but um a lot of variety of topics and guests we're looking forward to so as always thanks for listening talk to you guys soon bye bye bye